come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is... The lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. In this week's episode, we will be discussing, are your words correct? You better check according to God's word. We are back live in the PNT Podcast Studio with another great lesson for another great week. And yep, you guys guessed it. We're going to talk about being correct. So let's dive right in. The biblical and the world meaning of correct. Free from error in accordance with fact or truth. We can find this also in Ephesians 4.29. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for the building up of others according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Let me start this week's lesson with a question. Why do people hide behind social media, posting things they would never say in person to a person's face? Why do we hide behind, you know, social media? Does the fact that you don't have to look in a person's eye, staring them in the eyes of heartache, of pain, of disappointment, and horror, and betrayal of what the words you are speaking to them and what it will do. Is, is, is that what the problem, is that why we hide behind a, 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 a device as an iPad, a phone, or a computer because we don't have to see the person's reaction to what we say? I believe, we believe at the PNT Podcast Studio, there's a place for social media. Just not to be used to bully someone, to demean or break someone down to the point of wanting to end their lives. We have to stop that. Don't be the person in John 10.10. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. But Jesus said, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Your words should be speaking life and not death. Your words when not spoken in love are no different than the thief in John 10.10. Your words steal dreams. Your words steal futures. Your words kill relationship. Your words kill marriages. Your words kills and destroy homes. They destroy your schools. When your words should do the polar opposite by bringing life to dead relationships, to dead marriages, you should be speaking life to these situations. They should be encouraging your friends and your classmates to pursue their dreams. They should be restoring neighborhoods. That's what your words can do. I'm guessing you're thinking, how can my words do all of that? How can my words better a world that doesn't want to be better? It's easy. You do it one word at a time. That's all it takes. One good word at a time. No, you don't have to be a preacher. You don't have to be a pastor. You don't have to be a bishop. Your words are very impactful. They can still be life-changing, not even though you don't have a title in front of it. Just speak the truth. Speak God's truth to dead situations. You simply need to speak your words in love, in God's love. Luke 19.40 says this, 
I tell you, he replied, if you keep quiet, the stones will cry out. What Luke is saying to us, it's simple. You can do your part or not. God will always find a way to get his message to the people. But it's our hope and our prayer here at the PNT Podcast Studio that through the many podcasts that you have listened to from us and we've posted that you would find the motivation, the courage, and the words to begin to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with your family and friends. Let me jump to 1 Thessalonians 5, 10 through 11. And it reads this. He died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing. Here's the thing with this. This scripture does two things. It explains why we should spread the good news because he died for us. He died for us that we may live with him. So because of that, we need to encourage other people so that they can live with Christ too. And the other thing it did, it told us how we should speak to and to encourage one another through the sharing of God's love. God's love builds us up to live and be better than we are yesterday. God sent his son so that we could have a chance to change our lives so that we can share the life-changing moment when we met him and his son. Encourage someone today by sharing your story. Lord God, I come to you right now thanking you for my young, loyal listeners and all my listeners, Lord God. We thank you for them here at the PNT Podcast Studio. Lord God, remove any sin, thought, deed, or action over these airways, Lord God. Remove it from my young, loyal listeners, Lord God. Have your way in their lives. Encourage them, Lord God. Place words of encouragement, love, guidance, and your son's story that they may share it and share it boldly. Wherever they are, Lord God, allow them, give them the tongue, Lord God, give them the heart to speak on your behalf that they may further your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? Minister Bennett, before I tell you what we were chatting about, I want to give a shout out to our Australian listeners, Miss Helen and her 12-year-old son. Yay! Thank you so much for writing in and tuning in. We are so grateful to have you as our young, loyal, listening family. Blessings to you and yours. All right, so now back to your question. We were chatting about Ephesians 4, verses 22 through 24, which reads, You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds, and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. So I had one youth say, because she thought I wasn't listening, of course. That's not for us. We are too young. I had to laugh and say, if it is written and you can read it and you are a child of God, it's for you. I explain it to the group this way. Don't ever use your age and as, as an excuse not to obey God. If you remember in Luke 2, Jesus was 12, sitting in the temple, learning, listening, and asking questions. God will use any youth that has a heart and mind and want to do right. So she said, but I haven't done anything wrong. I'm only 13. 
I said, hmm, let's think about that for a minute. I asked her, was she sure? She said, yeah. I said, okay, have you done everything your parents asked you to? Now, before you answer with an explanation, I just need a yes or no. She said, well, no, not everything. I said, okay, that's disobedience. I said, okay, we'll try something else. Have you ever told an untruth? She said, what, a lie? I said, yep. She said, well, it wasn't a big lie, just a small white lie. I said, a lie is a lie is a lie. The group laughed, but I told them that what I was saying was not just for this young lady, but for all of them, because I'm sure they all have told a white lie. So I asked the group a question. I said, how many of you have not been friends with people or your classmates because they don't wear the latest gear or they don't speak the same as you or they don't have as much as you have? Someone shouted, we all do that. And that's when I told them they all were wrong. We looked at the scripture again, specifically verse 23, to be made new in the attitude of your minds. You know I gave them a little something-something to think about for a minute. But you also know I reassured them, letting them know that as the saying goes, when you know better, you do better. How? Change your thinking. Change the way you see others. Change your attitude. God is watching, and I'm sure all of you, young and old, want to please him. So just make some changes in your life. Change your stinking thinking. Become a new you. It won't happen overnight, but I promise you, you will see a difference. It starts from within, and as the new you shows up on the outside, others will begin to see a difference as well. Does it take work? It most certainly does, but put the work in. I promise that the reward would be well worth it. And you know we as a people love rewards, so get to it. Start making a change. Be blessed, our young loyal listeners. In summary, the importance of knowing that your words represent the God you love. I will close with this in a quote. We tend to use words that don't correctly represent God's way of communicating his love. We truly need to take more time to think about the impact of the words we speak that tear people down versus lifting them up. Your words have more power than you can ever imagine. Well, now you don't have to imagine after today's lesson. I want to challenge you. On those not-so-good days when our words aren't exactly kingdom-worthy, that you will be Christian enough to correct them through an apology. It's not how we make mistakes, but how we correct them that defines us. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-productions editing techniques that's used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian Education Ministry, in association with Real Time with the Bennett. A real talk what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.